Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the WizBiz Kingdom. This is Alex speaking. Just a little heads up. If this happens to be your first episode, um, there's a slight to moderate audio issue. 100% my fault. New equipment didn't work out so well. Episode's totally listenable, but like, I just feel weird because like maybe this is someone's first episode and you're like, hey, this, uh, this podcast sounds echoey every now and again. It doesn't. It's just this episode. So there's your warning. Totally listenable. Like, totally fine. Like, if you're a fan of the show, just, yeah, it's great. Every, everything's great. Everything's perfect. Uh, if it's your first time, you know, don't think this is uh, representative of our, you know, everyday yada yada. Enjoy the theme song. Time to get real. I want to see some crazy whispers. What's the magic made out of ding dong? I want to see some of that whispers. Hello, audience of the WizBiz podcast. This is Alex, representative host of the WizBiz podcast, reporting in. I am Alex Bolin, and with me as always is Eric Lionheart Arneson. Greetings, 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 Alex. How are, uh, how's the weather on your side of the secret cavern? Uh, the secret cavern weather is delightful, uh, as is the fire, and we're waiting for it to snow, etc., etc., well, I am delighted to report that this very evening we shall be reporting, we shall be uh, reviewing, hold on, I'm starting to lose it. Anyhow, we are covering three different episodes of Adventure Time in this episode. Season 3, Episode 11, Apple Thief. Season 3, Episode 12, The Creeps. And Season 3, Episode 13, From Bad to Worse. Correct. Uh, yeah, anyhow, that's my... That's my intro. That's a fine intro. I'm glad that you said the episodes. Eric, I I have a very important question to ask you. How's it going? It's going all right. It's going pretty good. You know, uh, we had had some delightful rain this week, and that made me super happy. I did some super nerdy computer stuff, and that made me super happy. Uh... I, uh, I guess since the last time we recorded, I, I made a really cool, uh, online magic tool using Closure Script. Did I talk about this already? Twice? Yeah. Well, then I'm not going to mention it again. I, I don't blame you. The only reason I remember that is because I was just editing the episode in which you brought it up. I went, I don't remember if that's off mic or on mic, but this is the second time you talked about it. It was the second episode. Then. Okay, well, <laughs> so, this is the third time we talked about it. Uh, yeah, the, the other nerdy stuff that I've been doing is not really directly, um, Related to any sort of like occult nerd stuff, so I'm not going to mention it. But you know, I, I'm kind of uh, excited about the Fiona and Cake stuff, and um, and then in other like weird related news, I don't know how relevant this is to either of us, but there's a new live action version of One Piece, which yes. I only mentioned because it's a cartoon. I've tried watching it; it's not it's not really my thing. The live action or or the the animated, the, the animated, animated one. one. I, I haven't tried watching the live action one yet, but I think I'll give it a shot. So I've watched the first season or two of One Piece, uh-huh. and I liked it quite a bit, but uh, it it has too much of that Dragon Ball Z. Uh, every single action takes three fucking episodes uh, thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm hoping they they clean that up for the live action version. So, and I've heard 
from the guy that made it and like somebody else like in in the anime industry saying they saw the american version and really love it like it's really? a really faithful he's like the spirit of it's there the, he loves the lead i mean maybe he's just being polite in japanese but like <laughs> he, i feel like sometimes you can read between the lines when people are just trying to be polite and yeah. this felt like a genuine like this is cool like I'm, I'm glad this is happening yeah so here's a thing that i'm wondering about uh in One Piece, there's a there's a character that fights with three swords. Mm-hmm. Like, he holds two of them in his hands and the third one, like, in his teeth. Yes. Uh, it's ridiculous as a cartoon. And I'm just really wondering how they're going to pull that off in a live-action thing. And uh, that should be entertaining to see. I mean, I think what they'll probably try to do is they'll just put a sword in his teeth. Like, they'll just hold it with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, in, in, I, I'm, I have nothing to report on my life, but I, I have, I have a WizBiz update for, oh, for whiz the Oh, update. Oh, uh, there should be a sound effect for this. Yeah. I'm not going to put a sound effect do, in. Do, do, do. Perfect. Uh, cause I'm not going to edit one in. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> next episode. Next episode. Possibly. Maybe the one before this one. <laughs> cause who knows how these are, how the order of things uh-huh, coming uh-huh, out. Cause uh-huh. we finally have a buffer going. Eric and I are going to discuss the first few episodes of the new Fiona and Cake show. Yeah, I think we might we'll release that as a bonus episode. We might uh, announce it ahead of time on like Blue Sky or something, yes. and do uh, maybe we'll do it on Twitch. Yeah, so th- that's going to happen. But I'm going to give a very brief, uh, not review, just a very brief reaction to the first two episodes. Okay, should I plug my ears? No, there is going to okay. be absolutely nothing remotely spoiler. I'm not going to okay. touch on plot. I'm not going to do anything. Are you going to tell us if you liked them? That's kind of what I'm going with. Yeah, no, I'm not even going to tell you if I like them. Okay. I'm going to say this. I'm on record as saying I don't like the Fiona and Cake show episodes in Adventure Time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I will say my opinion is very different after watching the first two episodes of their own show. Really? Yes. Well, um, that's kind of promising. Now, to be fair, the first two episodes, and this is no spoiler, but the fullness of the show has not been established by the end of episode two. I saw the trailer that they released um Earlier this week, or last week. Yes. And um, it looked like the scope of the show was getting big and exciting in cool ways. And they had a grown-up Finn and Jake. Small, okay, small spoiler, but it's not a spoiler. Uh, Finn is in the second episode. Okay. And he's like, it's not just, he doesn't walk by. Like He's in there. He's like, he's like one of the main characters of the second episode. Oh, that's exciting. Um, okay, that's good. Yeah, not going to tell you what he's like, who he is, what he looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. He does look like one of the many future versions of Finn that we saw in the original show. Yeah, that's what uh, I saw in the trailer. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, so far it is promising. If it if it delivers on what I think they're setting up, I think this is going to be a, a very good show. And, and it is not what I thought it was going to be, which makes me uh, very happy. Oh, that sounds cool. Okay, yeah. that's really exciting. Okay, so... First of all, are you, are you okay, Eric, Eric? Yeah, I just was reading my own notes and I started laughing. Eric just like glitched out. <laughs> Cease all motor. Eric, Eric like went full Mitch McConnell. I just went Mitch McConnell. I just I just squirtled it. Squirtled yeah. the turtle. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, one of the things we do when we are uh, planning how we're approaching the uh, Adventure Time episodes now is we look for ones that we think are like skip episodes or episodes that we don't have to spend a lot of time on. Yeah. And I did it for this season. So if if we uh, spend too little time on an episode in this season, it's my fault. Uh, and if, I think... If I, if I may, just just small, small undercut of your statement. 
we did it this season. We sat at double barrel and did it. You wrote it down and then emailed us the results. So I am somewhat culpable unless in an, as an audience member, you're really mad. In that case, it is 100% Eric's fault. I'm just saying there's no uh, there's no chain of custody that really proves that you're the one who selected which episodes to skip. Oh, yeah. I might have changed everything. Oh, that's a good point. And given my kind of early onset dementia that I'm experiencing, I, I have no memory of it. I just remember us discussing it. You just said that twice. Yeah, shit. <laughs> All right, so anyway, back to M. Night Shyamalan's old. <laughs> that, is a, that is a deep cut for the Child and the Alex 8 stuff audience. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so we, so we, we're covering three episodes, but, uh, but I like all of them a lot. I have, uh, notes on all of them. They all, um, entertained me in, and, and we had some important character moments in these episodes. So, so here's, here's my, the first episode is Apple Thief. And this yeah. is the one that I, I somewhat agree with you. Although I think these are skips, I think they're very enjoyable kind of standalone things but mm -hmm. i think they're skips or at least not skips but there should be part of a, a a group thing the one i will say though is i think apple thief is a dud um really I'm on Why? record is not i don't really like uh i don't really like i know you don't like tree trunks, tree trunks. but I like but nothing really happens um i like raggedy princess what do you mean nothing really happens this is the first appearance of mr pig yeah another character i don't like uh, uh, mr pig's a great character yeah Look, if you've, it wasn't you've for, watched the show before, right? if it wasn't for <laughs> Tree Trunks and Mister Pig, the the Lich would destroy everything. You know that the Lich would definitely not stay in uh, in that baby form. If oh, it was. they could have shoved it with PB's weird brother that lives under that tree. It would no, have been fine. No, no, the, no. It's Tree Trunks and Mister Pig to keep him in check. I know uh, this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fond. Uh, <laughs> no, so it's. I don't think it's a terrible episode. I just. I, I, I think it's like a it's a one of those eh, it's a one off it's just uh, yeah it does introduce Mr. Pig is weird because his his model hasn't really been established yet yeah so he kind of looks like Mr. Pig but like he's a little bit off from when he starts being like a full character and doesn't he have clothes later I think every once in a while but not very often oh, okay right. um so uh so one of the things that I like about this episode though is that it establishes that there's a weird underground uh, criminal element. In the Candy Kingdom. Mm. Um, and uh, there's that great thing about, like, how nobody gives a shit that they're smuggling diamonds. It's, it sort of harkens back to the fact that, like, Finn and Jake have a have a, a tower or, you know, like a whole treasure room filled with treasure and nobody ever gives a shit about it. Like, when, they come, when they're looking for the apples and they come across the diamonds, they just don't care. They're like, diamonds, but we want the apples. So... My my thought on that is this is I think a post economy economy. There's I don't know that there's money. So like the idea like gold is useless unless you're building electronics. We like, see it happen a few times. Money money shows up. No as... money shows up. But I mean for the most part like I would I imagine the Candy Kingdom as being like uh, Star Trek, where it's just like yeah. yeah there is like yeah there's technically a monetary ecosystem but it's most it's basically just like. Yeah, I know you're cool. You got a job. I guess you could just have have this synth synth hall. Mm -hmm. Have this have this uh, dead root beer guy. Well, because it... dirt dirt beer. <laughs> What's his name later? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. It's like dirt beer or something. Uh, okay, but yeah. Anyhow, uh, so I. It, but also, we also got to see a lot of banana guard buttholes in this episode. Yeah, a lot of reference to a buttholes lot, in this episode. But like yeah. just on screen, banana guard buttholes were everywhere. And also. Um, a uh, little uh, inappropriate action from Tree Trunks. Uh, she touches one of those banana guards' butt without consent. Well, yeah. I mean, how old do you think a banana guard is? 
I don't care about age. Consent is consent. You can be two seventy-five okay, year olds. You got to get permission before you go. Okay, grab that's a, a good. Ass. That's a very good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. Uh, though to be fair, it is a banana though. Like pretty much anytime you handle a banana, you're probably touching its butthole. So yeah, that's yeah. True. No, I mean maybe maybe I have to like walk back my point there a little bit. That there's almost no avoiding it. And I'm I'm curious since um, it seems like uh, Princess Bubblegum's uh, science that creates the candy people creates everything out of pure candy. Banana guards are made out of fruit. Do you think that they're actually like some sort of candy banana? That they're yeah. not really a banana? I think if you ate them, they would taste like banana candy. You know, uh-huh. that, like banana candy tastes like a species of banana that's been extinct yeah, since yeah. the 30s. Uh-huh. I bet you that's what it is. They're just banana candy with a banana candy shell. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes them probably a little Like I tougher. bet the outside is like like a gummy kind of licorice kind of thing that you peel back. And then the inside is like a kind of a sweet toffee, like a... Um, like one of those, you know, the, those Tootsie Rolls, uh, but the flavor. Raise your hand like, if you think Alex has thought about this a little too much. No, I, I'm literally pulling this off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> like those Tootsie Rolls that are like fruit flavored, like that kind of thing. I think it's going to be the inside of them. Oh, yeah. Like the yellow Tootsie Rolls. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that, that is my assumption. So here's the thing I do love about this episode. And and again, don't dislike the episode. Just think it's skippable. Um, the inexplicable Jake used to be a brigand backstory yes. that goes on thing. So it's established that he used to rob. I didn't know he, it was wrong. He used to steal old people's purses because he didn't know it was wrong. Uh, and then he used to hawk stolen bicycles, which, by the way, in Portland can get you killed. But also, inexplicably, Jake just has weird phrasing. So he goes, hey, quiet, quiet, Finn, you're going to queer the deal. What a, I mean, perfectly fine, but what a. What a, what, where do you pull that from, right? That's, like, like, a, that's like a 1930s gangster movie. It's really, it's it's like when you watch an old movie and it's like, I'm feeling gay today. And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, been happy back then. Yeah. But still like, yeah, you wouldn't use that in that context that it's something made in yeah, 2016. I don't think, I don't think we're, I don't think we're allowed, that's not an okay thing to say these days, is it? No, but that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I guess queer has been, um, what do you call that when you, when you take back a word? Yeah, but I don't think it was ever a reference to homosexual activity when you were talking about queering the deal. It was queer in the no, sense no, well, that's that queer I mean. is unusual. Yes, or, but queer has, the, then yeah. took over a pejorative towards towards right, uh, right. Uh, people on the uh, rainbow, so and then it is they a took it back. No, no, I know, but it's just it's one of those things that like you don't think of using that word in the same way you don't think of using gay as right. as as happy. a I'm feeling happy, you know, unless you're doing a. Uh, Flintstones theme song ripoff. <laughs> I was just thinking about the Flintstones. Yeah, literally, the only reason I know that word is when I was like, I don't know, eight. Uh, somebody in my family had to explain to me that having a gay old time was that used to mean happy. Not you that know, I thought they were funny. like fucking like Fred and Barney were fucking. I just I was like, oh, that word is used in a context I'm unfamiliar with in my first grade mind. In um, when I where I the small town that I grew up in, we had an ice cream parlor parlor called the Gay Nineties. Fuck yeah. Uh, and it was just like old style ice cream and stuff. So I was in high school in the nineties and it was, I mean, there was some gay. This was referring to the 1890s. Oh, you know, the gay nineties. No, I was just thinking I used to date this guy named Andy who we're both pretty goth and that's a true story. Uh, yes. (laughs) Uh, is the gay 90s actually a phrase? I've, I've, I've honestly not heard yeah, that. Yeah, the oh, gay okay. 90s was the, the decade of the 1890s. Like that used to I be... No, I, I knew that was a decade. I've just never heard that phrase. Well, it, was, it used to be a common way to refer to the, the gay, the gay old 90s. Why was it... What, what was going on in the 90s that was so cool? Uh, I don't know, like the uh, Spanish-American War, I think. Oh, I mean, that's happy. Yeah, yeah, I think Garfield got assassinated or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably probably poisoned the lasagna, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> It was a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right. So uh, I think we've kind of discussed everything we can discuss about this episode. I think you're right. It is kind of skippable. Um... Oh, I do have to note. I do have to note that uh, Jake cooks authentic Korean food. Yeah, he he, he cooks a uh, bimbap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that how you say it? I say I have never heard it said out loud. I've bibim, never heard it said out loud other than bimbap. It's bibimbap. I the way I've seen it, the way that it's spelled on the Korean card I used to go to uh-huh. is b i m b a p, and that's the way I pronounce it. So that, you didn't see b i b i m b a p, bibimbap. I can only go by the Korean card I used to go to. It was six letters. They were together. And when I said it to the lady at the cart, she understood what I wanted. Okay. I'm not in it. There is no claim to say. I'm just saying, I've yeah. only seen it spelled out. I, I've never really. But anyhow, it looks yeah. delicious. And uh, it is. It is. It is a very delicious meal. I recommend it wholeheartedly. And I have to say, I was, I, I felt really bad for Jake getting pulled away. Me too. Because, I mean, that was so much work and it looked so good and it, it made me hungry. Motherfucker made tempura shrimp. I know. That's, come on, man. Like, I you know, gotta, that's not easy. Though, to be fair, and I'm to saying this as a, as a lover of Korean food, uh-huh. if there was kimchi on that plate, I can see how Finn was unfamiliar with that. That stuff does have a particular odor. Uh, yeah, and also, I think uh, tempura is uh, Japanese, so I don't know what he's uh, doing with that. Yeah, well, they're, all their food kind of shares with each other. I'm just making a joke. Oh, well, to be fair, tempura is actually uh, Portuguese. Tempura? Yeah, that's where it came from. Really? Yeah, it's the Portuguese trading with them where tempura came from. That's where it's, yeah. Oh, I'm... It, it might be the Spanish. I think it's the Portuguese, though. Well, it must have been the Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they're the ones who broke the... who, who started. Trade with Japan? Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know fuck all about Japanese history other than, like, they didn't want to talk to anybody for a real long time. <laughs> like, and yeah, I know and at I some point that was that also the, the fault of the Portuguese. Uh, the yeah, Portuguese yeah. showed up, I think, in the 1540s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently they rolled up with, uh, yeah, that's where Tempora came from. Because, um, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, it's I my, did not know that. It, it is always my argument when people talk about how, like, uh, uh, what's the thing where you use other people's culture? When you, uh, cultural appropriation. Uh-huh. And somebody was talking about that, like, with, like, like oh, white people make a Tempora or something like that. I'm like, that's... I mean, I know it's like a few hundred years ago, but that was like the worst example you could have given. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not the worst example. It's totally, yeah. it's a totally fair point. It was just like, you could have chose, like, if you chose like one, one more down on the menu, a hundred percent your point's valid. It's just, you chose the one that they got from somebody else. It's like Native Americans making spaghetti sauce. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I had no idea that Julius Irving survived thousands of years into the future and was running a, a diamond smuggling business. Who's Julius Irving? Dr. J. Oh, Jesus. I have, like, no notes for this episode, so I just okay. I wanted to make sure I read all of them. <laughs> also, and Jake says, as innocent as baby's butt cheeks, which, yeah. is, which is fun. <laughs> so uh, we once again have uh, Polly Lou Livingston, may she rest in peace, as uh, tree trunks. Um, Why did I die? I'm uh, still alive in this coffin. Oh, God. I'm just going to sit here and rot. That turned into kind of Matthew McConaughey as a goat towards the end. Yeah, that was pretty pretty macabre. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, you know, you mentioned tree trunks sort of like inappropriately flirting with the banana guard. Flirting, sexually assaulted. But she also broke her handcuffs. She just went... Oh, so you're saying she's like super into kink, uh, or just super super strong? Oh, you're going the other way. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was. Well, I mean, she is an elephant. True. Like elephants are generally strong as fuck. Yeah, but only because they're enormous. 
Like, do you think a little elephant would be... I think, like, a baby elephant. Now, I'm not saying tree trunk size, but, like, a baby elephant, I think it'd beat the shit out of both of us. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't argue with that. I, but I also, now at this point, think that tree trunks could beat the shit out of both of us. I don't... Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I think anything that can just flex its arms and break out of handcuffs could beat the shit out of both of us. Probably. Though, to be fair, they're, like, shitty banana guard handcuffs. Okay. So that could be, like, that could be out of, like, sponge sugar. <laughs> That's a good point. They're yeah. probably made out of candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I made a note of that too. I'm like, damn, tree trunks would probably fucking wreck some shit. Um, so a guy named Ron Lynch plays Mr. Pig. Yeah, Ron Lynch. Everyone knows him. Okay, cool. So he was also on the Sarah, Sarah Silverman program. So that makes like the fourth Sarah Silverman person yeah. that we've had. Uh, that's kind of interesting. I think it all goes through uh, Tom Kenny because uh, he's from there. Okay. Um, or at least he appeared there because there's all Bob and David Tom Kenny Sort of a clickishness. Yeah, click. That's a good a word. Click. Yeah, uh, going on here. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's and uh, you know, good voice for a pig. I just don't like the character. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I, I uh, I'm sorry to inform you that they're going to show up a lot. I, no, I know. I've I've seen the show, and I'm sad about that. We're going to have to talk about all those. I may call in sick that episode. Um. All right, I can do a solo episode. It's going to be whiz biz with empty Mike and Eric. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, that's the thing. I'm using I'm, my own mic. It'll take so much. It's going to take so little time to set up. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you'd probably accidentally stream it on Twitch. <laughs> that only happened once. Oh! Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, my phone's going off. Don't don't give me shit about things going wrong in recordings. <laughs> You're just as culpable. <laughs> do you, okay, hold on. Hold on. I think it's time. We If we're going to do all three of these episodes in our one episode, then we have to we have to scurry along. Yeah, well, the thing is, I think the next two are, um, at least the third one, I have almost no notes. I have nothing to say about it. Oh, I have notes on these. Yeah, uh, but, you know, I, I think it'll go quicker. But let's okay. do a segment real quick. Um, all right. I have, uh, I have some uh, uh, shiny rocks. You're asking me if I have any shiny rocks? No, no, rocks? I have shiny rocks. I'm so just you want me you. to ask you if you have shiny rocks? No, I'm, I'm just announcing uh, the segment. Do you want me to say, hey, Alex, are there any shiny rocks you found lately? No, I literally I, just said this is going to be the segment. I already asked the question. Too bad, I already started it. Okay. So this goes to a conversation that I believe I was having with you uh-huh. uh, about how when you look at the sun, you can sneeze. Yeah, sun of sneezophobia. Exactly. So, oh, wait, what's that, solarphilia? Uh, yeah, so we. this is what we did when oh, we hung out. So <laughs> I looked it up. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> It's called, and I love this, I love scientists, they're my favorite. It's called Achu Syndrome. No! Which, of course, stands for Autosomal Dominant Compelling Heliopathomalic yeah. Outburst. I'm not writing that down, I love it. Yes. It's one, it, it actually doesn't really even spell Achu. It lets, uh-huh. You have to break Heliopathomalic, Ophthalmic, uh, uh, into Helio and then Ophthalmic. Wasn't outburst. there a D in there also? Uh, at you? Oh, yeah. Autosomal dominant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's like ad chew. Ad, ad, ad chew. It's actually ad cho. Ad cho. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I looked it up because that. And then I, but I have a good, I have a good, um, word. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce this remotely close because I don't know how to speak Portuguese. Okay. But, uh, uh, Nephilabata. Nephilabata. Nephil... N-E-F-E-L-I-B-A-T-A. Nephilaboda. Yeah. Uh, so, mm, I don't do, know. Do you want to guess? 
Uh, I feel like you don't know much Portuguese, so I didn't bother to offer. But yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's a box of wine that is uh, descended from a fallen angel. Dude. I mean, word for word. Oh, my God. I yeah. knew it. I knew it. My etymology, I've been studying a lot, so I, I really figured like that would be it. Uh, yeah. So it means, it literally translates to cloud walker. And uh, it's uh, to be uh, nephilabata means to think and live outside of preconceived boxes, to be true to your heart and to follow your own path. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. I mean, you were like right there. Oh, oh man. I t- Yeah. Th- these uh, internet classes are really paying off. But also, literally translated, is uh, Luke's last name. Skywalker. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So do you know in uh, Portuguese versions of Star Wars, is he Luke Nephiloboda? Yes, I know that. And I'm going to say that's true. (laughs) Well, it seems like the sort of thing you would look up. Honestly, I didn't even think about the Skywalker thing until I said it out loud just now. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, so those, those are my shiny rocks for today. I only have two because this is a skip episode, and you guys get no effort out of me. Oh, man. Oh, no, we're putting the effort in. We've got we've got two more pages of notes to go through. Oh, that's fine. No, I, we put effort towards the, sh- towards the, the adventure time of it. Right. I'm but... just going to waste my precious, precious rocks. Your brain rocks. My brain rocks. Yeah. My party rock. Uh, but I will talk about the episode... The creeps. Dun, 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 dun. So I have one very important note on here. Okay. And this is, I'm talking directly to the audience and directly to Eric. Oh, that's a, that's handy. If you ever invite me to a fancy mansion that I have to get dressed up for and wear masks and there's not a fucking orgy going on, I am getting the fuck out of there. Because if this shit isn't eyes wide shut, I'm eyes wide getting the fuck out. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, I'm going to get in fancy dress and wear masks and everybody's going to change my name and I'm not going to put my dick in some strange? No. I say no, sir. Okay, that's a very valid and uh, point and it's good information for me to store in my brain box. But, but, Finn is too young to go to an orgy. Not according to most of the princesses. Also, I just wanted to point out, like, a first there. I believe, uh, as, a, as a mostly asexual person, I'm probably the first ace, gray ace, demi person on a podcast to scream, I if I don't get some my dick and some strange, I'm going to leave. As I was saying that, I was like, oh, this is very much not like me. Like, this is actually, this is, I'm actually pointing point a point that maybe I'm making myself uncomfortable, and thus I share. Okay, uh, okay that was... Uh... All right, so and that's all the notes I have for that, this episode. That's all the notes you have. Every single one. All right, I have a few notes. First of all, this show opens, you know, with the with the creepy castle, Finn and Jake doing their whole approach, dressed in like Victorian garb, uh, and it has this occult feeling. So I mm. feel like there's a there's an element to the feel of this episode that kind of speaks directly to one of the reasons that we love Adventure Time, which is. Uh, which is there's lots of Victorian occult influences in Adventure Time. Correct. I I guess this is a good point to point out why this episode, I believe, is a skip. It is because, and they say it in the episode, they're just doing that train episode again. Yeah, absolutely. They're doing the train episode again. But I just feel like, okay. I mean, fine. You called it out. That kind of makes it a little meta, but it's like, we already did this. It's just kind of... But there's a cool, there's some cool stuff in this. So oh, absolutely. All, it's a fun episode. I just, I don't... Cinnamon it's Bun. Not in the canon of things. Cinnamon Bun is is prominent in this I, episode. Mm, no, incorrect. I'm gonna he's be, there. No, he's not there. <laughs> Do you know who's there? 
Oh, it's Lady Rainicorn. No, it's Guy Farting. Yeah, also, that's... there's Lady Quiet Bottom, <laughs> Duchess Gummy Bums, Professor Pants, <laughs> Prince Hot Bod, and Randy Butternubs. <laughs> Randy Butternubs. Because there's no CB in there. It's Guy Farting. Right. Guy Farting is, but it, but it's 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 a very significant cinnamon bun episode. Like he. Oh, do explain. He, I, I want to see where this okay. is going. So he uh, he really blatantly hits on LSP. Yes, he does. And uh, she turns him down. But it's totally like a sort of thing where it's like, oh, cinnamon buns into princesses. He's not going to get in oh. Finn's way. But later on, he yeah, that's totally a really good point. hooks up with Flame Princess. Yeah. Well, at least he becomes her like vassal. You know that's just code. Because uh. he also then switches and hooks up with her dad. Oh, so you're saying they make a little creme brulee. I'm saying cinnamon bun is a dirty, dirty bun. Yeah. A little baked Alaska happening there. A little yeah, baked Alaska. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. Other than the list of names, my first four notes would be screwed at how this should be an orgy. <laughs> oh, Bebo's ghost detector I thought was really cute. Oh, yeah. And it turns out he's just taking Polaroids. Like, I, I just like taking Polaroids. <laughs> and he poops Polaroids. He yeah. poops them. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good. There's a scene where uh, Princess Bubblegum just sort of blatantly calls uh, Finn uh, Prince Hotbod. And I thought you would sort of latch onto that and use it as an example of um, no. sexual inappropriateness in Adventure Time. I mean, although you are correct, and that is very much in my milieu, I didn't because Princess Bubblegum seems like the type that will commit to the bit. Like if she gets into <laughs> an escape room, she's uh-huh. going to be insufferable. Uh, if she goes to like a fancy dress party, she's going to keep her fucking accent up the whole time. So her calling everybody else by their bullshit names uh-huh. didn't didn't leave me with a with a weird inappropriate thing. I feel like that's her being a rule follower less than a see. It's more her obeying the rules of the situation uh-huh. than her not obeying the rules of uh, statutory rape. Oh, okay, all right. No, that that makes sense. That makes also, sense. I have to stop saying that word. Uh, a what, little statutory? aside. Yes, a little aside. I was I was playing around with doing ads on TikTok, and um, that dumb joke I made about uh, atheist vegetables don't believe in gourd got flagged for content. What? Because it referenced religion, and we what? weren't allowed to put. So what? Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, I know it's bad. I know the whole you have to say segs but... instead of sex and shit. But uh, it, it is. It is. Yeah, I, I'm about I to tell you about say... this. Uh, that's yeah. A joke about the veggie people and that they don't believe in gourd as as veggie atheists. That got flagged <laughs> because it was inappropriate. <laughs> oh, social media has become it's, it's It's gross. Anyway, sorry, please. Uh, what, what are your other points on this episode? Because I'm not kidding. That's all of my things other than plot points. But uh, but Bimo gets philosophical in this episode. And for oh, the well. first time, Bimo sort of says something very wise and Bimo-esque. Like, he's got that whole little thing about sometimes bad things happen and you're left in the dark and you have to seek the light like it's oh, this yeah, yeah. little uh sort of it's kind of a cliched uh little speech but but bimo has a uh, motivational speech in no this episode. i i was gonna make that uh i was gonna make that note but i failed to because i started thinking about we we've frequently referenced how it's weird that they have certain bits of modern technology modern to us uh-huh that's still extant in the in the dystopian future that we're that we're watching the show it's weird that 
those light sticks from raves that you click and they like, you know, they photoluminesce or whatever, uh-huh. that those are still there in the basement of this house and functional. And I just started <laughs> thinking about that. I'm like, oh, I wonder what the half-life of those are. Like, how long does it take? Oh, before? my God. Because this is a thousand years in the future. It's a thousand years in the future. They got those clicky, you know, rave glow sticks that totally work still. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I have two more notes. Please. First, uh, the ghost princess, Shoko. The ghost princess shows up again. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Give me one second. Near the end of the episode. No, no, I know Ghost Princess, but isn't Shoko the name of Finn when he's that Asian lady with one arm in the past life? I think so, but Shoko is the, also the Ghost Princess. Oh, okay. And then finally, this is the episode where we learn about the vault. Oh, Finn's spank bank? Yeah. Yeah, where he's like, that one's going in the vault. Yeah. And it's gone. Um, that uh, it, On rewatches, I've loved that little scene no, it's really so fun. much just because it sort of reflects the kind of horrors that Finn actually has to deal with? Uh, I just, it's, here's a fun thing. I was trying to figure out what the name of Finn's past life person is. Uh-huh. And I searched this Finn as Asian lady in the past. Oh, I no. thought that would come up. The first the first result is from Quora, which you know this is going somewhere great. <sighs> How come so many Finnish people look East Asian? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's all the Googling I felt like doing. Uh, I'm good. I'm done with the internet. <laughs> One of the things that that's uh, good about this episode, uh, it is a, a very layered mystery story that does make a lot of sense. Uh, the Adventure Time Wikipedia has lots of analysis of the storyline of this episode. So if you want to, oh really, unravel yeah. all the plot points and figure out who was whom and who is in on the, who is in on the joke and who is in on the prank, uh, check the wiki page. It's pretty delightful. Uh, and then also this episode and episode thirteen. We're part of uh, Cartoon Network's 2011 uh, Halloween special lineup. It's a great Halloween episode. I, oh, yeah. I, I was yeah. thinking like this is like very Simpsons Halloween episode. Like this feels like a fun like if this were October, we're watching this. This would this would go up like 12 points in my esteem. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, I have that same feeling. It's, it's definitely a really good Halloween episode. Uh, it was interesting how how grim and it was it was way more gruesome than the train episode. Yes. You know, in the train episode, you... <laughs> the, the train episode doesn't have like a, a Cronenberg level uh, princess bubblegum melting in oh, front of I people. I know. Yeah, I know. It, lo- it looked like we that guy see... from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> and we see Princess Bubblegum kind of do that twice because she does it in the next episode, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, let me ask you a, a grammar question here. And okay. this is 100 percent. I'm not calling you out because I don't know what the right thing is. Is it supposed to be who's whom? Who's whom what? You just said who's whom was what you referenced earlier. Like, I, the phrase that I think of is who's who. No, no, I'm not. Again, don't, I, I can't. Whom has never made sense to me. And that or which, I'm never going to learn what those mean. My brain refuses to know those. Um, but that jumped out at me when you said it. I'm like, is that? That's a good, that, that is a good question. Let me think about that. So that is uh, who is whom. Uh, I think that makes sense because uh, whom is an object. But if it's since it's on the other side of the state of being verb, it might necessarily have to be who. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, it's, I, that's it's, just it. I don't know. That's instinctual to me. When when something feels like an object, I'll I'll stick whom. In I there. think because in my head, I was like, that feels like you did the right thing. Like you oh. did, you did grammar good. But like I everybody like that the, might be wrong. I would love to hear. But like in GQ, they're like the who's who of hot people on the carpet. Like who's but, who, but GQ doesn't have good grammar. Well, I just pulled GQ out of my ass. Oh. But I mean, like who's who is like a phrase. But, you know, phrases don't have to be grammatically correct at all. True. A, this doesn't matter. This is, no, wait a second. 
This is the nerdy show in existence. I'm not going to yeah, stop yeah, a I, sentence well, I'm, I'm because of nerds. Because I didn't notice that I did it. Uh, I try to use whom correctly, but I'm not. But it's it's a tough one, right? Because whom is. Uh, 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 oh God, I'm having a difficult time remembering the roles of pronouns now. Like, uh, audience at home, if you want to uh, explain that to me, and then have two different people explain it in two different ways with two different answers, I'd love to hear it. Me too. Yeah, uh, find us on uh, Blue Sky Social. <sighs> yes, uh, Wizbiz Podcast at B Sky. Yeah, just search for uh, Wizbiz Social. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wizbiz Podcast. Um, on my note, uh, we've been having uh, one of our audience members. Uh, has been sending us uh, ideas of to you for like fun audiograms. So if there's ever a clip in a show, they're like, man, I'd love to see that as like a like a fun little thing I can look at and like uh, you know, oh, send yeah. It to us. Yeah, yeah, a little audiogram, like a little clip that we could post on TikTok. They actually help us quite a bit. Uh, but yes, it's difficult to listen to ourselves again and figure out where they are. So if you find a clip that you should think should be an audiogram, then please let us. Yeah, know. send it our way. Uh, yeah. It's it'd be like a fun little uh, interactive thing. Uh, I have nothing else on this episode about the haunted house. Um, neither do I. Uh, so let's move on to season three, episode thirteen, from bad to worse. If I may start, my problem with this, especially following uh, the previous episode, this is just a redo of the first time they did zombies in the castle. So we got a redo of the train episode <laughs> and a redo of the zombie thing in a row. I was like, oh, come on, guys. Okay, you know what? Did we run out of ideas for all season three? That's a really, really good uh, uh, criticism. I've seen this one uh, described as a sequel to the very first episode. Sequel's fine. It's if but, if it wasn't immediately following the kind of very similar uh, previous episode to the train thing, like two in a row, it's like it just feels like uh, you're kind of reach. It's like it in- feels like they got the assignment from Cartoon Network. Like, hey, you guys have to make some Halloween shows, and they were like, oh god, uh, we'll yeah. just use some old ideas and rehash them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I but- mean, it's a fun episode. It's just like. It's it's just it's the same one we did as episode one. Yeah. So I, I I feel like at this point I would like to go back to my statement at the beginning of the episode and um, say that I was correct in picking these three as skips. I feel like I did okay. Yeah, I mean I remember you saying that, and at the time I was like, Eric, I don't think these are skips. I think these are all wonderful episodes. But I'm glad I'm glad you went with it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Thanks. Your 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 vote of confidence uh, helps me a lot. One of the good things about my brain slowly melting is I can be gaslit like that. I mean, it's just the, it's just the easiest thing in the world. No, Alex, I'm pretty sure you believe the other. Yeah, you're probably right. Trust your brain a lot more than mine. Uh, okay, so um, one of the things that uh, that delighted there, there, I have a few things about this episode though that I really liked. Uh, I liked again that once again, Cinnamon Bun is kind of front and center because we I think we are getting into some Cinnamon Bun story arcs soon right no we have to go through the whole we haven't even done flame princess yeah we haven't met flame princess yet yeah fuck cinnamon bun is just around forever yeah oh he's such a dunce yeah he's fun i mean the thing is he doesn't take up a lot of real estate in episodes true like you don't have like a full like if there was a full cinnamon bun episode i think i would just quit watching this show i mean i would i just wouldn't watch that episode there is an episode that is pretty cinnamon bun heavy which is the one where he lets Flame King out of his prison. No, th- see, that's, that's, that is kind of what I'm talking about, but, like, that's later enough that he has a full character, he's gone yeah. through things, like, there's growth. Like, the Cinnamon Bun we're watching right now, uh-huh. if there was a full episode, like, if next episode was just a Cinnamon Bun episode, oh God. I like, we've never done an actual skip, but I would demand that we just don't <laughs> even talk about it. <laughs> okay, that, I will totally agree with that. Uh, I hope that's not coming up. 
But the one thing I did like about this episode, just it, I just want to make sure it's not on your list because again, I have no uh-huh. uh, notes for this one. Okay. Is um, I like that the science rat it looks like candy corn. I also like that the science rat yeah. looks like candy. You, you mean science? His name's science. Science, yes. Yeah, that yeah. science looks like candy corn. That's um, fun. I liked that there was the that line where Finn's like, uh, "We'll meet. We'll each make our own version of the formula." Uh, one of them is bound to one of us is bound to get it right. Like that feels like the sort of solution that would happen in a kid's cartoon. Yeah. And of course it doesn't work because Adventure Time isn't a kid's cartoon. They live in a real world where there are like actual rules to this science shit. Yeah. And I did enjoy that. Um, <laughs> that instead of like it just fizzling out, it just makes things worse. So like one of the formulas gives the zombies wings. The other one uh, makes the zombies like super swole. And then LSPs <laughs> gives them like big, big lips. dumb like uh, like uh, collagen lips. Collagen. Or whatever, I was yeah. trying to think of what you inject in lips. Yeah. Collagen lips. <laughs> Do you put Botox in lips too? Because that was the word that popped in my head. I don't know. Uh, it's not what they use to make them bigger. Like okay. people get their lips inflated. Oh, totally. I just using... had a thing of. Uh, I think I had an ex girlfriend that put Botox in her lips for some reason. Not that she didn't. Like she went to like a clinic. It wasn't like it wasn't like she just waited for like a can of peas she had for three years and then just injected <laughs> it in her lips. Like this is a professional thing. No, I. Yeah. I... Given she's I, dumb enough to date me, I just want to make it clear she was not. She, her, her only self harm was emotional and wanting to be near me. My, my, I, I know that people use Botox for all kinds of things, and maybe there's a lip thing that it gives you gets used for, but it's not for like lip filler. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not surprised because sure. I feel like this is something you would know in and out. What? When I, think I paint it, my fingernails? Oh no, I was totally kidding. I just, I just thought it'd be funny to be like fucking Eric the uh, uh, <laughs> middle, middle. Alex, <laughs> Alex, my eyes are up here. Yeah, but them titties are down there, and I know what I want to be looking at. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so another thing that I really enjoyed about this episode is uh, there was a um, exploration of the limits of Jake's stretching power, which we see. Oh, yeah. It, which is funny. It, it seems like it shows up in some pretty unimportant episodes, but later on in the series it becomes way more important that Jake has limits. Well, we already did that episode, didn't we? The limit. Did we already cover that? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's when they got the psychic tandem world. Exactly. Ancient psychic tandem world. It's difficult. I'm glad you struggle with it too. Um, <laughs> but uh, but we also see it later on. Yeah, in, yeah totally. in Some of the final episodes. Uh, and yeah, then no spoilers when you get a little bit more of his background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the end, uh, I love that there's a royal day of apologizing, and uh, even though Finn did do a lot to fix the problem. Science got oh, metal. Yeah. Finn gets totally Chewbacca. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, Princess Bubblegum has to Chewbacca him, right? Like they're yeah. still on a friggin' roller coaster of a relationship. Just last episode, she called him Prince Hotbod, and now she's sort of like, ah, fuck you, Finn. I'm giving this medal to Chewbacca. Yeah, she's negging him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She is really. And then, um, uh, oh, I do have a question, and this is something. I guarantee you I'm going to have an answer. I, I really meant to look this up because I thought it would be probably really racy and really amazing. Uh, I want to know what uh, what Lady Rainicorn's lines were in this episode. I totally spaced out looking them up. But she has a few lines that I think sort of indicate that she's into Jake Beitner. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's Roy G. Biv is the remember it. No, I'm that's That's her lines. <sighs> you know what I'm saying. I know. You're just being difficult on purpose. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Welcome, welcome to everything I've done since 2010. Oh, um, what, what's the name of this episode? You keep talking about the episode. I'm From bad to worse. 
You talk about other things you have about the episode, because I'm literally out of notes. Uh, yeah, I mean, so it's interesting that it's a sequel, or sort of considered a sequel to Slumber Party Picnic, because there just aren't as many parallels. You know, Prince, Princess Bubblegum gets bitten right away and turned into a, a, a gum zombie, a candy zombie, which is, you know, her second melting. Um, Starchy gets used as a bomb. The thing with uh, with Jake and Lady Radiancorn is kind of touching and sort of a little reminiscent of uh, zombie movies. Okay, so what she says in the episode is, I like it when you bite me, which, yes, yeah, saucy, but not as... I, I think maybe you were thinking it might be a little saucier. No, I feel like that's about what I was expecting. Oh, but, okay. uh, but she has two lines. She has a line earlier right before. Uh, yes, that one is very straightforward as well. Uh, hold on one second. That is, uh, no, he loves me. As as he oh, as she gosh. tries to let uh, Jake yeah. out of the shower. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing on this one. This That's is the end of my notes. I don't yeah. have any notes. This, aside from this that. To, to me, like the, oh, there was a scientific parasite in Princess Bubblegum's coat at the beginning. Oh, good. This this might be the epitome of um, skippable. <laughs> skippable, but like it's fun. It's a fun episode. There's yeah. just there's nothing to it. There's yeah. it is. Yeah. The fluffiest fluff, and it's redone fluff. It's true. It is, true. is, is true. trod upon fluff. It is a cloud walking fluff. So yeah, these were absolutely skippable. It's episodes. the nephilim of fluff, or whatever the fuck that word was. Uh, nef- nephelibota. Yeah, nephelibota. Which, by the way, I got your nephilim joke. It was nice. And the boda joke? No, the boda I don't understand. Yeah. Box of wine. Oh, yeah. that's very good. I wish I'd Thank gotten you. that before. Thank okay. you. See, I told you yeah. I'm a master of uh, artistic etymology. Mm. Creative etymology. My favorite dumb joke is um, the people that confuse etymology and etymology bug me in ways I cannot put into words. Okay. That's your best joke. It's not my. I just. I see, oh, I'm just saying it's the best joke you've said today. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a little insulting. <laughs> I think I think screaming about how this this the, the mansion episode should be eyes wide shut instead is, is the best joke I said today. All right, look, Alex, I think I think it's really really time for you to tell our loyal and delightful and extremely intelligent and good looking listeners where to find us on the internet. No, would you I, like me to do it? No, because I fucking remembered. What? Who won the episodes? I remembered. Oh Eric. shit! This, this might be the first time I ever remembered. I don't have an answer. I just got uh, excited. <laughs> okay, I have two possible answers. Uh, okay. I think one may be Shoko, the ghost princess. Okay. Um, although she was a little bit too imp- impactful. My second vote is going to be Starchy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he showed up in... Uh, I'm glad I'm up here. And they did the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. He, so he does a little dance and he gets used as a bomb. I, I feel like that's a great background character thing to do. Okay, okay. Um, Starchy? I don't agree with Starchy. You don't. You don't. Who are you going to vote for? Dr. J. No, he wasn't too much. He wasn't enough of a background character. He was too influential in the episode. But he's a one-off character. That he's just... a one-off character, but that's not the rule. The rule is a background uh, character. Did, 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 we, did we establish it's got to be purely background? Not purely, well, then, but I feel mostly. Like, no, because I feel like you can't have Starchy then. <sighs> okay, then how about the banana guard that doesn't get goosed, where we still get to see his butthole? But it doesn't have any significant interaction with any character. You son of a bitch! You had me at butthole. Eric wins. Is... <laughs> so, audience Bandit guard number two, <laughs> you are the winner. Audience at home, uh, I have a little bit of things to tell you. Um, if you are currently listening to this episode of Wizbiz Podcast, 
on a podcatching service that offers reviews, please leave one. For instance, Spotify, you can now just click five stars. You don't even have to leave words. Oh, yeah, it would, please it would, do that. It would bump us up in some ratings. Uh, you can find us on Blue Sky Social. I'm still checking our Twitter. Uh, who knows how long it's going to last. That place is just uh, falling apart uh, at the scenes. But, you know, I, I miss it. So, yeah, Blue Sky Social, you can find us on there. Um, uh, TikTok. Come and see us on TikTok. Oh, yeah, TikTok. We're, we're doing, doing some videograms. Uh, it's fun. Yes. Uh, you know, like we mentioned earlier, we're, we're open to suggestions. If you find a clip that just makes you laugh a lot, uh, you know, including especially my jokes. Uh, please let us know. Yes, yes. Uh, please let me know uh, what episodes I can find Eric <laughs> making a joke. I would love to listen to that. Uh, <laughs> that was a little mean. Sorry, I take that back. Eric, no, you're very no, funny. Cool. I no, I didn't even I just, flip I, you off. Look I, at this. It's not flipping you off. No, I know, but it's... Not even a little bit. Not even yeah, under yeah. the table. But it's, you know, it's like one to like have like a fun repost back and forth. I'm like, yeah, that actually probably was like actually mean, not like fun. So, uh, Eric, you're delightful. I'm glad you're on the show. Um, just, you have to just keep telling me that. No, that's it. That's the only thing we're going to hear. Uh, yeah, so find us places, <laughs> share us, tell your friends about it, because uh, we want more listeners. Okay. Wizbizpodcast.com. That's the one. All right, bye. Say goodbye to your dog. <laughs>